Hello, Peter. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the video tech. <laughs> it's a very nice thir Wednesday. It's a Wednesday, right? It's a Wednesday. That it's we're a recording. Wednesday morning in video tech world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can throw me your curveball too. Oh yeah. What is what is it? Um, did you watch the Cubs game last night? No, no, I don't watch sports. I barely watch movies. <laughs> I keep on forgetting. <laughs> like, uh, like, like we're, we're about to talk about movies that I don't like and that I haven't seen. It was directors that you do not like or respect. And, and directors that I didn't know really that much about until this year. Well, we're, okay, this is, okay, sorry. I have Peter Hogan in the, in the studio right now, and we are talking about Paul Schrader today. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the great Paul Schrader? Like, yeah, uh, okay. We I'll should... put, like, a stress on that. Yeah, that's 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 important because Paul Schrader is like not a good guy. <laughs> yeah, we should and we should make it right up top real quick. Uh, we are talking about him artistically. We're talking about, we're talking about his films. His yeah. films, not the man. Yeah, uh, we will get to his past a little bit, but like just yeah, professionally. We're gonna, yeah, like like Paul Schrader isn't a good person. You can you know read yeah. read or watch the documentary uh, that we that we have upstairs. Easy Riders, Raging Bull, a whole mess yeah. related to to these filmmakers, mm -hmm. but the new the new Hollywood yeah the new Hollywood people mm -hmm. um, and the you know the lives that they led. But like, um, I also just didn't know about this guy. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, until no. fairly recently. And and I I totally forgot. Uh, last thing I heard from him they made was The Canyons, uh, a film starring a porn star and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. He did that movie? He did that movie. Crazy. That was what he did before the movie that you just saw. I, well, I think he did He did another movie in between, but like that okay. was the last one that kind of got note. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's... it's uh... He has a weird, weird life, that yeah. Paul Schrader. He, he's, he's, back in the, he's back in the current, like, you know, mindset of, like, people who follow film for, I guess, this movie that you saw. First Reformed. Yeah, First uh, Reformed. For, I want to say this right now, I kind of loved it. Yeah. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I really was impressed by it, the more I'm blown away. And there's some images that still blow me away. And like, yeah. Ethan Hawke is incredible in it. He's, he's a good actor. He's a very good actor. And yeah. He's a very good actor, but he's great in this. And yeah. I think that that's... That says that says a lot. Cedric the Entertainer is also in it. Oh yeah, he's a good actor too. He's a and he's great in this. It's insane. <laughs> like like this is just a great like. It's such everyone's doing great work in this film, and I'm really proud of it. Yeah, really proud of seeing it. That S it's getting the press that it's getting. So you got to tell me like what it's about. Yeah, because I actually have like e every time you mention, it, I'm still like I don't know what this movie's about. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's about a priest played by Ethan Hawke. Uh, who's ha who's having a crisis of faith, mm -hmm. and he decides to document his life in a journal, and just like oh. literally, uh, just for one year, tries to write every aspect of his life and his thoughts down. And he meets a couple who's struggling with another with their own crisis, and they. So this goes. They he he tries to help them, and it kind of sparks his crisis even more, and it's insane. It's a deeply affecting and disturbing film this is this is an oblique question i guess or this you know go ahead is there is there a dream sequence in this movie there is and it's bonkers and it it's not yeah and it's, it's a and it's radically different from the rest of the film yes yes and it's like form interesting i don't yeah. know how i knew that uh, well actually i do know i'll tell you in a yeah, second yeah please here. do uh, so, 
this strikes me as really interesting, and we're going to get into this. Like, I, and yeah, I did not know that there was a dream sequence in this movie. I just asked you. I've, <laughs> I was going to say, you totally saw it. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I have not seen this movie. Okay. okay. This is very interesting because he seen, it sounds to me like he's playing, he's moving around in this little, like, axis that he's got here, right? Like yeah. His, and the axis he's talking about is the transcendental style in film, I'm right, assuming. Yeah. Which is a broad theory of film that, um, what's his name? Paul, Paul, Paul Schrader. Schrader wrote a book about in yeah. the 1970s when he was a film critic. Right. And he... He has, like, returned to some of that in yeah. First Reform. He came back to that because, like, he kept on... For years, he would say to studios and financiers, like, no, this is a book I wrote, but, like, I'm not, I'm not that. Yeah. I'm more interested in narrative and more interested in, like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. Which is why he created Taxi Driver. <laughs> right. And it's interesting because Taxi Driver is also, like, a bit of a hybrid along those lines, too, right? Like, there yeah. is something meditative about it. There is something... Um, artistic about it, there's something, like, objective about it, right? Mm -hmm. In the same way that, like, it sounds like First Reform sort of wanders around those axes of what Paul Schrader calls transcendental cinema, right? Which we'll get to, right? Yes, yes. Um, and yet, it's, it's, it has the deniability of, like, this is about a guy with a gun, Right, and that's what ta that's like the oh, that's yeah. like the shocking thing about Taxi Driver. And right? with and with First Reformed, there's it's the same thing, but like this guy hates his organization, mm. and it's 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 like this guy knows right that the world is going to end. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Or this guy has the notion that he knows. Yeah. Which is even scarier <laughs> interesting interesting it's, it's more of like an idea that that becomes real hmm. and, but you, go ahead what i'm curious how do you know about the date the date the dream sequence so um i guess uh, i guess taxi driver doesn't have a dream in it but when i think about what um what you just said mm -hmm. you know is about a person who wants to document his you know, life here. Yeah. That's surveillance, right? Like, yeah, he is looking at himself objectively, right? Yeah, and the camera is also objectively looking at him. It's, and then, there's no critical eye towards him. And then there's this, then there's this um, thing that he talks, that you mentioned with the the problem that the couple is having. Yes. Right? That's, uh, that's out there along Mandala, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Right? Where where it's like... He's, it's a meditation. It's, it's a meditation. There's like a sort of mantra that's like the crux of their issue right that mm -hmm. is like probably continually returned to yeah right? i'm just guessing well I haven't seen this movie it's it's a the the crisis that they refer to he it is a constant drive within the yeah film. it has yeah. to like be worked out right it sort of it works he made a decision <laughs> i'll tell you that much uh-huh and then <laughs> i'm just gonna guess that this dream sequence is very like you know formally like, like doesn't look like the rest of the movie. Like, the camera is doing something totally different. He used a lot of stock footage. If that... I it, bet. I yeah, bet. It, it is. He that doesn't a lot surprise of stock me footage, at all. Like, a, probably, like, home movie, you no, know? Uh, a no, a lot of it, like, is just, like, environmental shots and, like, landscape Okay. It's going fast and that, forward. That still fits uh, fits in with, like, some fits of... Fits in the art gallery. Fits in with these art gallery films of, like, you know, 
brackage or and light and just tr- like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're you know movies of clouds and stuff like yeah, that exactly. like like those those exist out there and though that is like so formally different from like you know surveillance in the mandala for mm-hmm. schrader can probably like double dip but that yeah. doesn't that doesn't happen on the the art gallery side of things no of course but yes <laughs> no he definitely does now that you think of now i'm thinking about it, he definitely does touch all three yeah three corners of his out of his diagram that he wrote right. for his reissuing of the book that he has coming out. Uh, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a bizarre, I, I don't know why, but I just, I just fell in love with it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought hook, line, sinker. Yeah. Cause it was both the audience was enjoying the hell out of it. And it's just like how, how much do you, how, when's the last time you had an audience react to like, art house cinema <laughs> like have like a horror movie reaction art house cinema yeah yeah and it, but also it's maybe uh, more and more these days yes but, i think um, so especially in chicago yeah but perhaps not like i i think it would still be a rarity to see that uh, happen yeah yeah um and, and especially for a movie that is probably as punishing as paul schrader movies tend to be right like oh yeah no it's brutal but in a lot of different spaces like, like you you enjoyed seeing this but it is not like a fun movie no it's it, it's ideas are are dangerous and it's yeah and it's narrative is it's execution is like and, borderline borderline simple <laughs> yeah and and uh, and taxi driver properly understood is like the same way yeah in, in, in many respects like we you know it's like um there's action but it is not like it is it's, not like a fun ride. No, it's definitely a <laughs> bleak roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like the Willy Wonka like nightmare tunnel for two hours. Yeah, and there's no like, and and it's not one that you really wake up from because it's like hardcore realism. Oh yeah, in a no, lot there, of ways. there's a it's there's I'm still part of me is still back in that theater. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I can um, never get him back. We're we're gonna be doing some some uh, stuff on Taxi Driver like coming up in a video essay uh, soon. Um, Is that, that's Jimmy, right? Jimmy's yeah, Jimmy Haley, Jimmy uh, Haley wrote and edited it. He was an intern here at Facets. Yep. Um, I made fun of his mustache many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but he's he, he's going to talk about Taxi Driver. That's kind of these two things have put Paul Schrader back on my mind and then you came and told me about this like transcendental cinema yeah. theory that he has and i thought it was really interesting so like will you walk me through that a little bit like i think i've used i've deployed it as a yeah. band in understanding here right yeah exactly like, what is it, it about it's it's basically his theory on like non-narrative uh non-general audience filmmaking yeah um it, he breaks it down at three corners uh surveillance camera which is artists that uh just show show objectively what's going on with no yeah. no critical eye no judgment towards their subject yeah uh, the art gallery which is basically just like images and lights going back and forth back and forth yeah um and mandela is just like a trance like meditation on M- movies that make you like like think well dual uh, mo- no sorry not movies that make you think <laughs> Go movies, ahead. That, movies that like uh, move towards like the, like a more spiritual you know yes. sort of area. They're movies that probably feel dreamlike, but yes. don't like necessarily capture the imagery of a dream. Yes, no, it's true. <laughs> that, they that... they give you in like a thought. They give you like a moment to moment stance of like just 
enjoy, just like sitting with this moment and lay, land. Yeah. And letting it just wash over you as opposed to David Lynch going like full out dr- nightmare fuel. And I think that's something that he talks about in this in this piece is that like people have gotten away from actually being able to pull this off correctly in his in on his view. Oh. Like he is worried about boredom for boredom's sake. He, but I, he also supported that idea. He said it yeah. was artistically valid, which oh, I, I don't okay. mind. I, I have issues with, like, it's artistically valid, but, like, how... Yeah, you can do that, but, like, why? And, like, you're pushing away people as opposed to bringing them in it was a to pr- your theme. I think it's a problem that, that I think that he misses in what he says here, mm-hmm. that people who are pushing on on the on the boundaries of these lines right now mm-hmm. are not doing it in a way that is like profound and yeah I you know he's trying to make movies that are profound that are meaningful that have by, like some notion of that are impactful thought. and and aren't like you know kind of that aren't ephemeral or aren't yeah. like Aren't background um, noise, yeah. Yeah, aren't, or, or aren't something that would, like, tune you out, but are something that would, like, uh, push your buttons. Yeah, right? and it also gives the idea of, like, uh, by having a still image, you're supposed to, like, look into it. Yeah. And not, as opposed to, like... Narr- stay tradi- on the outside. Stay on the outside, and, like, other ways, like, you just are driven by... You're seeing the character's perspective and everything around it. And, and I'm... I'm all with him on that and i think that both of these movies do that yeah you know they both they both have their own they both have their own pacing yeah i i i'm the more the the older i get the more i appreciate that style of filmmaking yeah and 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 you probably push your way out onto the edge of this too as you explore filmmaking yeah right god yeah like Like bellatar is a name on that list that like yeah are are one of the co-hosts of this, uh, Matt Silcock, has seen several films of his. Yeah. And he's also said, like, I, I can't... I stopped 30 minutes into Terran Horse. <laughs> yeah. Because it's literally just him going in a wagon from yeah. one point to another. <laughs> and it's, it is, it is like, outside of what Paul Schrader considers... Bellatar's films are outside of what Paul Schrader considers, like, the n- norm or the accessible of, yes. of film. And, right. like, the, the point of, like, people, like, actually paying to see this. Yeah. He created, a, and around this three, around these three points, he also created something called the Tardoski Reign. Yeah. Which is essentially saying, hey, these people aren't, they're artists, but they're also, they're now looking for money. Yeah, right. <laughs> they know what they're doing in, the, in, like, the stance of, like, we're not, we're doing this for our own expression, our own, in these own institu- institutions. Yeah. And if people want to pay for it, that's, that's, that's secondary. Now... Um, I have like, I don't, I don't really buy this theory though. No, okay. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, but I, I just find it like hard to give myself over to this being like a general theory of cinema, right? Yeah. It's hard for me to imagine like everything kind of fitting into these boxes. And it doesn't really, like there's definitely a lot, I think his, I think he's underestimating the general audience. Yeah, I think that there's some there's some names on this list that like I'm like, well, Andy Warhol definitely had an audience, and he definitely yeah. was 
successful. Right. And and he has like more name recognition than some of these people who like at least in, in for the American audience, right? Yeah. And people inside the Tarkovsky ring. Yeah. Right? Including <laughs> Andre Tarkovsky, right? <laughs> like you may have heard of Andre Tarkovsky, but you've definitely heard of Andy Warhol. Yeah. You know? Um, even you if, if yeah. yeah, even if you haven't like seen one of his movies, which are far more, you know, I suppose capital E experimental, right? Like, can, can you clarify one thing? I'm sorry to interrupt. But yeah. like, is Empire really just a 24 hour shooting of, of the Empire State? Yeah. Like, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. Very, just like, want to clarify that. You can't. You can't. You can't really watch Empire, right, in any reasonable way, right? But <laughs> I'm just trying to like right. think of a you, screen for that. It's funny because you can't even watch like Empire in yeah. the way that you can watch like Stalker or something like that. Yeah. But s- probably more people are familiar with, with Empire, <laughs> you know, in the in mm-hmm. the American audience than are familiar with certain Tarkovsky films. Of course. You yeah. know, which is kind of ironic when you look at <laughs> when, when you think about what Paul Schrader seems to be saying with with his theories of cinema that's that's yeah no yeah. i can see that and especially since paul schrader makes movies that are intended to be inside this tarkovsky oh yeah no and this right? is the, i think first reform was his first experimental i mean aside from taxi driver which he didn't direct yeah but uh i think that's more of like more scorsese experimenting with that but yeah. like this is definitely he definitely takes all these elements into account with first reformed right right and like he is trying to Get as he's almost on that teetering edge of the Tarzowski reign with the mm-hmm. first 15 minutes because it's really you kind of are bored, yeah, just watching Ethan Hawk r- sit down, drink, and write. Oh, god, and it doesn't like after the first 15 minutes, it gets into high gear and like you kind of see where it's going. It's not you don't see where it's going, but you see the story starts kicking in a little bit, yeah, it's insane. It's interesting, yeah, uh, so. I'd just like to point out a couple of my, you know, quibbles Your, yeah, go ahead. with this, I guess. There are some quibbles I have as well. Yeah. I think the main one is that this, he has these radial axes. Like, they come from a center point and they go outward. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But they kind of don't go backwards, right? Like, if you follow the uh, mandala, for example, yeah. back far enough towards the center of this circle, yeah, you don't, like come out the other end into you know anti-mandala right? no it's or, definitely you know it, you wind up it it sort of looks like you would come out on the other side in surveillance land mm-hmm. kind of i don't think that's really no that doesn't strike me as even like possible maybe he doesn't think that you know there is a negative direction of mandala yeah right? but Whatever that direction would be, I don't think it would be surveillance. No, it definitely, and right? our gallery wouldn't go into surveillance either. Yeah, like it just would be, and and any more than it would go into Mandala for that. Yeah. for that matter. And this is a this is one major problem that I that I see <laughs> here. Right, is that this isn't comprehensive. It doesn't get everything. No, and like it also it it gets a lot of things wrong a little bit. Yeah, like Gus Van Sant. His entire is listed on this under surveillance cam. Yeah, there's like maybe four films out of his like filmography that, that he do that. that do that. Like, is it, he's no, he can 
he's he's has range. He can yeah. be he can do creative things within the within narrative filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that is, that that gets to like one of my things that he says about this, right? Is that this is uh, that there's a nucleus where filmmakers are sort of like electrons, like buzzing off into these like yeah. spheres in there. And I don't I don't know what that's a I don't get that. I think he's you know? I think he uh, I I don't I'm I think he's over he's like seeing things that aren't really there. Maybe like, <laughs> yeah. like I I I wasn't born in the seventies. I I was in I, I've never experienced the seventies. So yeah, but like I, I so I have no idea how Ozu, Brisson, and Cryer were seen then. seen then. Like yeah. I I imagine to general audiences in America they weren't seen. <laughs> like yeah, at the time at probably the time, not. Yeah. Except by Paul Schrader and, and, the, and the movie Scorsese brats and the movie brats and. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like him. Tr- you know, I don't like the idea of trying to pigeonhole like film into this area. Yeah, exactly. it, it's it gets in a danger. It's like the same thing whenever anyone asks me, like comedy or or like drama. Yeah, it's, like, it's just a film. And and you know what? You know what? You make up your mind. <laughs> like like just just to bring this thing a little bit full circle. Go for it. It strikes me as so like him to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Please elaborate, Peter. He's trying to put like, he's trying to like like. He's trying it's, to it's, judge. This is very thoughtful. This is oh, very yeah. thoughtful. It's very it's very well thought out. Right. But, like it's also not well intentioned. Right. It puts poorly thought. It, it sort of puts movies in a corner that like that's not what film really is. No. In some in some fundamental way, and I think that this is maybe a misstep that like you know for for him, you yeah. know that that is like. Uh, in, that is typical. It's indicative of like problems that may exist with first reformed. I don't know, and probably exist with Taxi Driver. Yeah. Um, even though it's relevant in a brilliant film. Yeah. You know. And even though first reformed, there's a scene where Ethan Hawke flates, flagellates himself. <laughs> well, that's that's a little melodramatic, but you know, I, I like I haven't seen the movie, so. Well, I'll, just have, I'll just have to watch it in the next 20 years. I'm, I'm going to be there behind you when you watch it. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for listening to Live from the Videotech, the Facets podcast. Since 1975, Facets has connected people to independent ideas through film. It's our goal to make sure that film continues to have the power to remind us on what it's like to be human. All of our programs expand on this simple, empathy-driven idea in many unique in pioneering ways. Learn more at facets.org and you can come visit us in person at 1517 West Fullerton Avenue, Chicago, Illinois.